Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It's time for the Rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into the rundown. It is the Tuesday edition here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 around the world on the iHeartRadio app. You can join us this afternoon at any point. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Lots of things to get into today. We'll talk a little bit about the College Football Hall of Fame. And, you know, we talked a little bit about it yesterday. But I've done some research as to how you get nominated for the Hall of Fame. It's kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. Tom Brady has managed to make someone angry, a baseball team angry. We'll talk about that as well. How can Tom Brady make a baseball team angry? I know everybody hates the Patriots, unless you're a Patriots fan. But apparently, Tom Brady has irritated a fan base, or excuse me, a Major League Baseball team. We'll get into that this afternoon as well. And what else do we got? A couple other little things here. We're going to talk a little bit about the Gamecock baseball team. They are moving some stuff around. What I mean by that is that some coaches are moving around. And of course, this is from uh, thebigspur.com. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, where is Dallas Keuchel going to go? That's a big story for the the um, Atlanta Braves. Will he go there? We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, the MLB draft, got some stuff on that as well. And it just seems like there is just uh, stuff everywhere. But let's start with the number one player in the country as of now in uh, for 247 Sports, as far as recruiting goes in football. And that goes to Hammond defensive end Jordan Birch. Moved up to the number one spot in the composite rankings released today. It came a day after the rising senior was ranked number three by rivals. He is a defensive end ranked number five in the previous 247 Sports rankings. And... One evaluation says he looks to be the next elite pass rusher from South Carolina, a state that annually produces top-ranked linemen, has the potential to develop into an all-league, all-American type player with an upside of a top-ten pick. That's what one of the evaluators said. If his rankings hold, he'll be the first player from South Carolina ranked number one since Jadavion Clowney in 2011. He spent his freshman season at Wilson High School in Florence. He played on the opposite side of defensive line from Clemson signing and five-star prospect Xavier Thomas. 
before moving to Columbia this season, his sophomore season, sorry about that. And he played on both sides of the ball for the Skyhawks, who are a Uskiza team. And a lot of times that, that does happen, from what I've read, where for um, for Skiza teams, if you're a great athlete, you can play on both sides of the ball. But Jadavion Clowney played running back in high school as well. The big thing here, though, is that it comes down to Clemson or South Carolina. I don't know where the young man's going to go. I don't know if he knows where he's going to go. So I have no insight that I can give you. I have nothing that I can just throw out there and say, you know what, that's where this young man's going to go. That's great. Here's what I do know. I do think it's great that there are, I think it's three colleges that are listed as in the the crystal ball predictions for 247 Sports where they talk about this is probably where he's going to go. Those aren't always correct. But I do like the fact that he's going to play in-state because the the top two are Clemson and South Carolina. They have Clemson rated as the number, like, like they even have it at a percentage. And I know it's the percentage of the writers that work for them. But let me help you out with this, too. They don't know. Anybody who claims that they know all of this stuff, they're lying to you. Unless they talk to the kid, and let's be honest, the kid is 17 years old. And I'm not just talking about Mr. Birch. I'm talking about the all these kids that play in general. We have all of these kids, and they're all getting calls from folks all over the place. And when you have the offers that this young man has or any other young man has, and you've got, you hear somebody calling from, let's say, I don't know, Fox Sports Radio in Tennessee. He hears he's talking to someone from Tennessee. He's going to talk and say good things about Tennessee because that's who he thinks he's talking to. You hear this stuff all the time. Or they may ask him questions like, what do you think about uh, South Carolina? Oh, well, I met Coach Muschamp, and I thought he did a great job. I like what they're doing with the program down there. All of a sudden, the headline reads, ex-recruit says he likes Coach Muschamp in South Carolina. The point is, you don't know. You really don't know. The big running back that South Carolina got in their last projections, the Gamecocks weren't even in the, the crystal ball picks. Marshawn Lloyd, I think was the young man's name. I'm not trying to tear down what a lot of these folks are doing. There are folks that do it the correct way. But you follow somebody on Twitter and they're like, yep, he's going to go here this weekend and he's going to go there this weekend. And the reality is, is that they don't know. Nobody really knows, but the kid and probably his parents and maybe the coaching staff. There may be some backhanded stuff where they're, they're quote, silent commits where they come back and they're like, all right, hey, you know what? I've got, I, I know I'm going to go here. I just stopped telling everybody yet. You can remember back to Jadavion Clowney's birth. He said he wanted to announce on his birthday, I think it was. So he knew where he was going. But the reality is, is that you don't know. But front page of the state.com today, if you check it out with uh, the uh, section for South Carolina, it talks about uh, the number one recruit being 
Jordan Birch. And I don't I don't have a problem with the kid getting publicity. My problem is is that the recruit freaks, which is what you are, are all posting online here and there and everywhere else, following these people on Twitter. If you're a grown man and you're following a high school kid on Twitter just because you want to see where he's going and you want to try to send messages to him through Twitter, which I have seen, please come to my school because we need you here. We're going to try to win a championship and you can be a part of that championship tradition that is here. Insert school here. If, if you're doing that, it reevaluate your existence. You don't have to follow these people on Twitter. It's just silly. Or if you're going to follow them, don't tweet at them. It's like <laughs> insane how people act on Twitter today. And of course, everybody's a keyboard warrior. I get blistered on Facebook for stuff that I say on the show. Sometimes I say stuff that's wrong. I may be misinformed or I may have figured out something that is incorrect. I get blistered for it. But that's, that's part of the gig, and I don't have a problem with it. But the reality is, is that you do have people that are the recruit nicks that think that they know everything, and they think that they can convince X or Y young man to come to their school. Now, I don't really have any insight on where Jordan Birch is going to go, but I do appreciate the fact that he is staying in state. I think that's awesome. I've read the whole, uh, you've seen the whole the whole setup where they talk about John Morant and Zion Williamson. They're all great. They're great players. And they're like, well, they're to a South Carolina zone. Really? They may have played in high school here. But if we're ever going to get to a point in basketball where we, as a state, are looked upon nationally like we are with Clemson and South Carolina... I know Clemson's on a completely different level as far as winning national championships. But you can go to South Carolina and you can have a good football career. They have a Heisman Trophy winner. They have guys that have been drafted as the number one pick overall in the draft. Going to South Carolina is not like a crazy bad thing. Unless you go to play basketball. And not to pivot, but in the next, what, two weeks, the 20th is the NBA draft. And you'll hear all this stuff about Zion Williamson, who is a great player. And you'll hear all this stuff about Ja Morant. Both of them didn't play in state. Seventh Woods did not play in state. He wanted to go to North Carolina first. If you remember Devin Downey, Devin Downey is one of the greatest, one, in my opinion, one of the greatest Gamecock guards I've seen physically play. Just taking people off the dribble, going to the basket, doing his thing. Where did he start his career? At Cincinnati. The point is, I'm happy that this young man is getting the recruiting coverage, but I'm also happy he's most likely going to stay in state. But I don't know if he's going to stay in state, because guess what? Georgia could swoop in here and swoop him out of here. They could A.J. Green us. <laughs> they could do that. The thing is that we don't know. And I know this is like the dry time of the season and we want to talk about football, especially after the baseball seasons that we had in state where nobody got out of a regional. 
Gamecocks didn't even make the tournament, so we don't even have that to look forward to. The Braves are in second place in the East. The Fireflies are stinking it up right now. They are not a very good baseball team down there right now. So, yeah, we're going to look to this stuff and think, man, it's going to be great come football season. We're like, what, 85 days away, something like that? I know myself and Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk, we're going to meet this afternoon about setting up to go to ACC kickoff. Looking forward to doing that again um, in July. So we're all jacked up for football. But then you get this story. And the other thing is, he's moved up. Do you really think that he's changed in, in you know, uh, X amount of time? These, I think a lot of these rating systems, they move players up and down. A perfect example, in the new Rivals.com ratings, Marshawn Lloyd went from a five-star running back, now he's a four-star running back. Do you think that yesterday, when he was listed as a five-star running back, that he was any different when he went rolled out of bed today? There is no rhyme or reason to these systems. They just put them out there to get website clicks from you. I could literally have my own rundown set of ratings, the rundown with Rob recruiting ratings, set up my own rating system, and have my own set of stuff. And people would look at it, and it would probably go crazy. And not to mock my buddy Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk, but if you go to the Clemson Sports Talk site, they've got their own recruiting system and their own recruiting rankings. So you just follow the one you like, I guess. I guess that's the way to go. But the recruiting system... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the way that things are ranked, it's absolutely crazy to me. I just don't get it. I don't think Marshawn Lloyd is a five-star running back yesterday or last week, and now he's a four-star running back. And you've seen this happen a lot with players. Once they sign, their ratings go down a little bit. You ever notice that? It's stupid. So this is my PSA to you today. You can look at this stuff online, and I I think it's cool to check out some of this stuff, and I know people love the recruiting. But here's a thought. My little PSA for you today. Whoever's doing this stuff, unless it's coming from their mama, sometimes their daddy's wrong. Unless it's coming from their mama, because mama runs everything. We all know that. Don't, don't take it with a grain of salt. And something else, too. Just because they tell you they're coming, until they get that fax down there at the university, they're not staying. They can change and re... I'm reopening my recruiting. Things could happen. If you want to talk recruiting today and you can tell me whether I'm crazy or not, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Wouldn't it be funny if I took like all of the kids that were going to say on the 
on the uh, the FCS level, the kids that are going to like Furman and stuff like that. And I put out new recruiting rankings and had all of those kids listed as five star, six star, whatever. The seven billion star player. It would make just as much sense because I don't know anything that that they don't know or that um, that these other writers don't know. But as far as evaluating, who's doing the evaluating? You ever notice that it's just from what they look at in seven-on-seven drills or what they see in you know a game that they may be the best athlete on the field, so they're going to look like they're the most awesome ever? You ever notice that? I should start doing that. Just make up my own recruiting rankings. It'll be awesome. I'm going to get on that. Anyway, my rant on recruiting is over. <laughs> I don't mean to rip all these people that do this stuff, but there's so much bad information out there. There's so many people that are tweeting at kids that it's almost disgusting. You got Jim Harb or uh, what is it? Harbaugh going to kids' houses. Remember, remember he went and slept over at a kid's house? Yeah, good luck with that, brother. Come to my house and tell me, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to sleep over in your son's room. On what planet would you let that happen? It's dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. All right, if you want to talk recruiting today, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. You can call up and give your opinion on where you think Birch is going. I'll value it just as much as anybody that's on the 247 sports site that claims that they know. Because in reality, they don't. You could be the recruiting expert today here on The Rundown with Rob Sanders. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call to get involved with the program today. Some other stuff we're going to get into this afternoon. Some changes coming on the South Carolina recruiting, I mean the South Carolina, I've got recruiting stuck in my head now. The South Carolina baseball front, as far as their coaches go. Some coaches are moving around. Everybody's going to stay the same on the, on the team, but responsibilities will change a little bit. So we'll talk about that and a little bit more this afternoon. Who has Tom Brady made mad in the major leagues? What did Baker Mayfield say about one of his teammates? Anthony Davis is probably going to get traded. We'll talk about that as well. And a couple other little things this afternoon as we get rolling here on the rundown. Don't forget the podcast for this show. It'll be up this afternoon at about 5 o'clock. We'll also have for you um, at some point today, yeah, right around four today, Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk, the czar of Clemson Sports. Maybe Lawton will know where this guy's going. Maybe he'll know something that we don't. I don't know. Where Where's Dallas Keuchel going to go? There's a lot of talk about Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell, two big free agents. Now that the draft is over and people won't lose their picks, they may be signing these free agents. One report on Keuchel has him going to two teams. I'll tell you who that is this afternoon. And where Craig Kimbrell might go. Might have some uh, information on that with uh, some folks that uh, are projecting different spots where those guys are going to go. They could turn a pennant race up on its ear in a matter of seconds. More of the rundown in just a moment. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. (laughs) 
And welcome back to The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Glad we got air conditioner and it's hot. I don't want to be like the weather guy. I think <laughs> I just became one of those people that I don't like. Do you realize it's hot outside? Well, yes, dummy. I've been outside. <laughs> anyway. All right. So some not really some changes, but some moving around on the South Carolina coaching staff. Not much. The full-time staff, of course, Mark Kingston, Skyler Mead, and volunteer assistant Stuart Lader, both expected to return to the staff. The student assistant coach, Justin Rowe, has graduated, and he'll be replaced by Sawyer Bridges. But director of player development, Trip Couch, will switch roles with full-time assistant coach Mike Current. And uh, Coach Kingston said, as we move forward, that will optimize everybody's talents and it will continue to get this program to be as good as it can possibly be. Stuart Lake will now serve as the program's hitting coach. So, Couch joined Kingston's staff in July of 2017 in the player development role since that time until just recently. Personnel in that role cannot be off-campus recruiters and are very limited in what they can do on the field. He's done scouting reports on other teams and also self-scouting for the Gamecocks and several other things. He's like a Swiss Army knife. So, Coach Kingston down there, and you got to give you got to give him credit for moving some guys around. After the season that the Gamecocks had, where it just seemed like they were just spinning in mud. They looked great against NC State, looked great against North Carolina, looked good in the Clemson series. Those are all teams in the ACC, though. They are the top teams in the ACC. Gamecock fans are like, oh, we played in the ACC, we'd be awesome. I don't know about all that. I think their record would be a lot better. They'd have more than eight conference wins because they've got Boston College, who generally doesn't care about baseball, Virginia Tech. There's what? Notre Dame generally doesn't care about baseball. I think the Gamecocks, if we rolled them out there today, would win series against those teams. Just my opinion. But with the season that they had this year, it's nice to see Coach Kingston stepping back a little bit, reevaluating, and saying, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to try to maneuver some stuff to get guys into better spots. Now, the next step is, if things don't improve, then you might see assistant coaches go some other way. But as of now, moving around a little bit makes a lot of sense. The Major League Baseball draft is underway. There are some Gamecock signees and some Clemson signees. One Clemson signee has already been in the mix. He is gone from yesterday, in addition to Logan Davidson going the 29th pick overall to the Oakland Athletics. The next guy that was going to allegedly play shortstop for Clemson was uh, Nazim Nunez from Collins Hill, Georgia. Was selected with the 46th overall pick in the draft. Was the top-rated signee, according to MLB.com. The slot value for the selection is $1.52 million. So I doubt with that kind of money that he is going to go up to Clemson. So Coach Monty Lee's got to backpedal a little bit there and figure out 
where he is going to go. So there you go with that. In the third round today, Tyler Callahan from the Gamecocks. He's a Gamecocks signee. Has uh, was drafted by the Reds. Ivan Johnson also drafted by the Reds in the fourth round. So we've got some folks that are uh, moving along there in the third and fourth round of the draft, both by the Cincinnati Reds. Callahan was considered the top prospect, and he was basically in every mock draft in the first two rounds. So when you look at that, he may be asking for too much money, and they may be dropping him a little bit. You never know. Because the MLB draft is so weird with how they draft people. They're trying to keep their costs down. And it's just it's just different. We could probably do an entire show on just what the MLB draft is. But I doubt Callahan or Ivan Johnson will be in the mix for South Carolina this year. Uh, signing bonus, he could get a signing bonus of upwards of a million dollars is Callahan. That's what they were expecting for him anyway. So we'll see how that works out. The slot bonus pick for uh, number 85 is $710,000, according to uh, Justin Barney, who's a draft expert. Uh, Callahan was a member of USA Baseball's 18 international team that played in the uh, Pan American Championships. He won all tournament honors at first base, was an Under Armour All-American. I mean, you name it. Hit 447 with 12 homers, 36 RBIs. In 20 walks and just 10 strikeouts and 119 plate appearances as a senior. Johnson was a junior college transfer from Chipola College and he was going to play shortstop. Also stole 14 bases on the year. The slot value for his pick is $507,000. So they have to look at it from a perspective of I can get $507,000 and go play in the minor leagues or I can go and get my education. I'm in the camp of get your degree. <laughs> because guess what? If you get your degree, the baseball's money is going to be there. Especially if you wait till your junior year, like Seth Beer did, the last first-round pick, like Logan Davidson did. I use those two because they are right there. If you use the uh, the hey, I'm going to go to college, you're probably going to get more money anyway. But the reality is you have three years to go to college and get your degree, leave with your degree, and still get your contract if you're that great of a player. If not, you're going to go waste your time in the minor leagues anyway. A lot of the minor league guys don't make any money. I mean, they're just out there just playing. So some news there on the baseball front with the Gamecocks and their coaches and a couple of their signees that uh, most likely will be heading out. I do have something else I want to get into today on the fight game. What I mean by that, in case you missed it, we had a world championship, uh, heavyweight championship match this weekend. Nobody watched it because they thought it was just a fat guy, you know, boxing against a guy that looks like a Greek god. Yeah, it didn't work out too well for him. We'll talk about that a lot more this afternoon on The Rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. You know, I love some boxing. We don't get a lot of boxing anymore, especially with, like, the heavyweights. I think that, um, you know, we get kind of enamored with guys like Floyd Mayweather, who weighs in at about 145 pounds. But the reality is, is that we all want the heavyweights. That's kind of like the big thing. And I think a lot of it has to do with guys like myself, and and I I use Lawton Swan because he's my buddy here in the afternoons. We grew up in like the Tyson era, where Tyson would come to the ring, and Tyson was like five foot eleven, two hundred and thirty five pounds of just rock hard, solid muscle, something like that. I mean, he wasn't, uh, and I hate to use this term, but like little fella, like Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, Oscar De La Hoya. Insert guy here. Not that those guys aren't tough guys, but I think a lot of us use, I think a lot of us are, we go back to our childhood and we think about the great heavyweights that we kind of grew up with. Whereas we're talking about Mike Tyson. That's the first one that I remember. That's like the first real boxing match that I remember watching as, as a kid where I actually looked at it and I understood who was fighting on TV. I wanted to watch that Tyson fight. And then, of course, I started watching you know classic boxing matches when they first had ESPN Classic and before they went stupid and started playing all this other stuff, they did a lot of classic boxing. So you could watch matches with Muhammad Ali and, and guys like that, and you could appreciate how great they were. But I think a lot of us still want that, that whole heavyweight thing. We want to have the the big huge heavyweight and we haven't really had it but then we had this uh this young man come out from england anthony joshua joshua going into his fight over the weekend now he never stepped foot and fought on u.s soil but he was 22 and 0 with 21 knockouts so wrap your head around that 29 years old he looks like we took a set of marble and just cut a man out of it. That's how this guy looks. He goes into the ring with a guy that, if you just look at him, and you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, okay? But he went into the ring with a guy named Ruiz and... Ruiz looked like looked like I do. Kind of like a chunky guy. He admits that he likes to have a, a Snickers before he goes into the ring. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're just watching the fight, you're thinking, man, this guy has no chance. Just from looks alone. Well, somebody forgot to tell Ruiz that. Because this past weekend, with Joshua having his first fight on American soil... 
he got knocked out. And today it comes out that he's not even going to you know, take any time. He has 30 days, according to his contract, where he can get a rematch. But this is one of the biggest upset losses in boxing history on Saturday night at Madison Square Garden in New York. But this guy comes out today and says, yeah, he wants his rematch. Are you more interested in that now because he lost? And if you're Ruiz, he has to do it because he's contractually obligated. But kind of the smoke is off of the uh, off the field now. Maybe this guy went into it, Joshua, where he was like, eh, I don't care. Look at this guy. He looks like 18 pounds of chewed up bubble gum. I'm going to knock him into next month. So... Joshua did say, it's an upset. One shot on the top of the dome rattled me quite a bit. Tried to stay in there for a few more rounds, but the better man won. Respect to Andy, Andy Ruiz there. And I move forward and look out for the end of the year. Joshua said more than uh, two hours after the fight. He did say, I never underestimate anyone. He's a decent puncher, decent fighter. This was his chance. And I always say anyone who comes to box me is 50-50, is 50 excuse me, is 50-20% better than what we've seen. These guys are coming to win, and he was the better man. So he did give him credit for that. But he did say he's eager to fight him again. And he announced today that, uh, that yeah, he's going to get back into it. Here's my favorite quote, though, and I couldn't find it because I wanted to play it for you. Quote, it's a minor setback, if that's what you want to call it. I feel like this is just part of the journey I'm on, and this is boxing. So what, ha- what I have to do is evaluate the situation, make it better, and we go again. So let me get this straight. You get knocked out, and that's just a minor setback. Your first loss is against a guy that, from the eye test, doesn't really look good, and that's just a minor setback. And then the next thing is, is where the fight's going to be at. This is what turned me off so much with boxing here lately there's so much bickering back and forth. The crazy thing is, is that, oh, well, I want to fight in the United Kingdom now. He thought he was going to make his U.S. debut over here, knock out Andy Ruiz, and be on his merry way. And that didn't work out well for him. If I'm Andy Ruiz, even if I have to take a little, like a 5% cut, no, we're going to do it in Madison Square Garden again. Because Andy Ruiz is the champion now. She should have a little bit more of a a bargaining chip there. But I guess I can understand, too, hey, we're going to go back to the United Kingdom, but you should have fought the first fight there. Simple as that. The heavyweights aren't what they used to be, and that's sad. And that's why we have guys running around like Floyd Mayweather saying, I'm the best in the world. I handpick my fighters. I fight guys that are either too old or I'm fighting them when they're too young, but I'm the best in the world. And I think that's why a lot of us are turned off with boxing. And a lot of people that were into boxing are now into MMA stuff. Because in the UFC, you fight. Generally, after a a, a big UFC bout, they talk about who they're going to fight next. They generally have the guys there. They get in the octagon with them. And I think that's what people like more about UFC over the sweet science of boxing. But Joshua had that thing where he had the look, very tall, 
perfect record. Now that's gone. All right, if you want to talk boxing, give us a call at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. A couple more things before we get out of here. We'll tell you what MLB team is upset with Tom Brady. We'll also talk about uh, Baker Mayfield stepping out on the leadership limb. Hopefully it doesn't break. And Anthony Davis, they're finally listening to trade offers. Good for him. More of the rundown in just a moment. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. Final segment of the rundown this afternoon. Thanks for joining us here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. One Major League Baseball team is not happy with Tom Brady. Oh, my goodness. It's like Tom Brady's like the most hated man in the world sometimes. Unless you're like, if you're not a Patriots fan, I can understand why you don't like Tom Brady. He's married to a supermodel. He has a Facebook show where he travels the world with his dad, and his dad seems to like him. His kids look like they're supermodels. He steps out onto the field at 40-plus years old, and he's schooling guys half his age. In fact, it's not out of the realm to think he's, what, 40-something? Some of these guys are old enough that he could have been their dad. (laughs) I can understand why there's a hatred for Tom Brady. I think people have a hatred for things that are great, too, by the way, especially if your team doesn't really have that. Like, Steelers fans are priceless with that. They have been Roethlis Burglar. <laughs> they call him Worthless Burglar. My friends do. But Roethlisberger's a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, and there are a good portion of the Steelers fans that wish that they had Tom Brady. They don't want to tell you that. But Brady is 41 years old, and he's out there winning Super Bowls. But now he's got a major league team mad at him. Brady has reportedly filed for a trademark protection for the nickname Tom Terrific. (laughs) Through his TB12 brand, filed the trademark with the U.S. Patent Office, and he wants to use the phrase on clothing and trading cards. First of all, who wants a Tom Terrific t-shirt? <laughs> Does he have a Tom Terrific line of skinny jeans? I mean, he kind of has to have that, right? And Tom Terrific trading cards. Is it just Tom Brady on several different cards? Here he is in preseason mode. Here's Tom Brady in off-season mode when he visits Argentina. Here's Tom Brady in the gym. Here's Tom Brady deflating footballs. <laughs> Whatever. That's kind of funny. I know they have to they make their money. I get that. And it's a great nickname, but it was also used for Hall of Fame pitcher Tom Seaver, who won the World Series with the Mets in 1969. But apparently, baseball fans are not happy. Darren Ravel says a Sojourn restaurant in New York City is hosting Mets fans tomorrow night to protest Tom Brady filing for the trademarks for Tom Terrific, a nickname originally given to Tom Seaver while playing for the Mets. As a matter of housekeeping, Seaver himself never filed for trademark. So, if Tom Tom Brady wants to be Tom Terrific, do you think he even knew? I'm sure he had a bunch of attorneys that were like, alright Tom, you can't do that. But, the Battle of the Toms. Who's Tom Terrific in your mind? Is it Tom Brady or Tom Seaver? Mets fans are not happy. They're not happy today. Baker Mayfield called out his teammate Duke Johnson. He's been pushing for an off trade this season. 
or trade this offseason. My words are mixed up here. He said, quote, it's not awkward, it's self-inflicted. I hope he does the job. Wow. Way to, way to put him out there, boys. Uh, the good news is, is that Johnson will probably be traded. Nick Chubb is probably going to be your starting uh, running back there for the Browns. The Pelicans have started to listen to trade offers for Anthony Davis. I don't know why it's taken them this long. It's not like he's going to go in there and play with Zion Williamson. That's not going to happen. If I were them, I would uh, try to trade him to the Knicks. Or you could uh, I'm sure that they're not going to trade him with the Lakers. We already know that. We, we kind of already know that. But we'll see where he ends up. He's obviously one of the better players in the NBA. Not very many people can do what, uh, what Anthony Davis can do. But where will he end up? That's going to be one of the big stories of the offseason. By the way, a news alert just came out. Kevin Durant will not play in Game 3. I don't think the Warriors need him. <laughs> they seem to be doing pretty good. But uh, Clay Thompson will uh, not... Uh, he is listed as, what is it, day-to-day? They're still trying to do his MRI. Kevon Looney, though, the uh, one of the forwards for the Warriors, will not play probably the rest of the series. He has cartilage damage in his ribs and probably will not play. That makes the finals a little bit more interesting. And you know what? I forgot to play this yesterday, but after uh, the game the other night, it was actually kind of funny with Clay Thompson running his mouth to Drake. When you don't have a team in the in the finals, which my Phoenix Suns will never be in the finals, but you kind of like to watch for the behind the behind the curtain stuff. The stuff with Drake is fascinating to me with him rubbing people's shoulders on the sidelines and running his mouth and hugging President Obama and all kind of stuff. But then you had this little backstage stuff here with Clay Thompson and Drake. And they were kind of the way they walked them through uh, underneath up there in Toronto, underneath the the, uh, the arena when they go backstage, basically. This is kind of the exchange that Clay Thompson had with Drake. Hey, come back. Here's Drake. I love that. That was light work there too. You're lucky my pops here. <laughs> Apparently, you, you got to give credit to Drake because he's definitely in their heads. They are definitely, I mean, Clay Thompson just pretty much admitted there, hey, yeah, uh, you ain't talking now, which means that they've read what he said before. So Dr- Drake is funny to me because he is the Toronto Raptors super fan. And now we'll see what the next round is for Drake. I'm sure he'll be going to the Bay Area. He'll be out there with his Stephen Curry jersey on, or how, whatever the, the the backhand remark at Steph Curry. We'll see how that works out for him. Final note for today, Dallas Keuchel is out there still, probably the biggest free agent on the market for uh, in, in Major League Baseball. And since the draft is over, where will Keuchel go? MLB.com 
insider Mark Feinzen says it's probably going to come down to the Yankees and the Braves. Now, he went like 12 and 11 last year, about a 3.6 ERA, was an average pitcher. In 2015, though, he won the Cy Young Award. So, Keichel, a left hander, which is a great thing, by the way, they don't make very many of those, is still on the market. And we'll see if he'll sign a one year deal or, and try to move on, or if he'll try to get a big deal. I don't know if the Braves will pay it. The Yankees, they don't care. They'll pay it. But to be honest, I kind of would rather have the Braves, as a Braves fan, go after Craig Kimbrell. I'm not saying get him for three years, but tell him, hey, you know, we'll give you a one-year contract and then give him the opportunity to uh, earn some more time. That would make the most sense to me. But then again, they'll probably both end up with the Yankees because the Yankees run baseball and they just buy players. A win for America is when the Yankees don't make the World Series. Because then you can tell your kids, even if you have all the money in the world, you still have to work hard. All right, tomorrow on the rundown, we'll have a complete uh, complete look at Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Whatever else comes about. Right now is a very interesting time because uh, we'll start getting some lists and stuff of uh, players coming in. We'll start with our breakdown of... South Carolina and Clemson schedule, what you should look for against each opponent. We'll try to get some beat writers in that follow some of these other teams, what we should expect as we move on. I appreciate you listening to the Rundown Podcast. It'll be up at 5 o'clock. You can subscribe on iTunes or just through the iHeartMedia app. Go and check it out today. Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk is next. He is the czar of Clemson Sports. He will take you home this afternoon right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.